same old holes inside There's a better life There's a better life If you got a day He's a day taker If you feel lost He's a way maker If you need freedom A saving He's a prison shaker family has an unspoken request they'd like us to remember and then brother harry uh he gave us a testimony of it this morning but be praying for the tracks that he passed out uh to the to those gentlemen uh over the weekend and let's be praying the lord will use those then let's remember lydia and betty dickerson both have breast cancer and uh they it's come back after 30 years it's and it's ongoing this is from Nancy Ayer, so let's remember them in prayer as well. We're going to open up this evening and go to the word, uh, go to the Lord in a word of prayer. Ask Him to help us. Uh, I'm going to ask Barry if he would stand up right where you are, Barry, and open us up in prayer. Forgive you, 
take it in where you go precious name oh how sweet hope of earth and joy of heaven precious name oh how sweet hope of earth and joy of heaven take the name of jesus snare if temptations round you gather breathe that holy name in prayer precious name oh how sweet hope of earth and joy of heaven precious name oh how sweet hope of earth and joy verse at the name of Jesus bowing falling prostrate at his feet King of Kings in heaven will crown him when our journey is complete precious name oh how sweet hope of earth and joy of heaven precious name Oh, how sweet hope of earth and joy of heaven. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. All right. We've got just a few announcements. I'm just going to ask the ushers to come get ready, and I'll hit these announcements real quick. Remember, get you a bulletin. All right. Make sure that you've got that. Youth group on Tuesday night is just youth group. Discovery Club is on break till the beginning of the year. And then don't forget the opportunities for you to serve and give over the Christmas season. We've got several of those listed out for you. Then also we have on here Christmas play practice and all that. And I believe already on the doors are our Christmas holiday schedule. So oftentimes I think on, on Christmas Eve, there's no Sunday evening service because Christmas Eve's on Sunday uh, and stuff like that. So make sure that you look at those, get the full list of what's going on and all of those times and the cantata, the Christmas play, and you'll see all of that stuff listed on there. So make sure you get all that. All right. Uh, Brother Billy, would you ask a blessing on the offer? Sing the wondrous love of Jesus, sing his mercy and his grace in the mansions bright and blessed. He'll prepare for us a place when we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be when we all see Jesus. 
will sing and shout the victory. While we walk the pilgrim pathway, clouds will over spread the sky. But when traveling days are over, not a shadow, not a sign. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory. Come on, choir. Come on up on this last verse. Onward to the choir. For us soon his beauty will behold. Soon the pearly gates will open. We shall tread on streets of gold. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. Amen, you may be seated.
Never take 
don't believe in fairy tales I guess I've outgrown them but That doesn't mean that I don't believe That there's something bigger than me Cause I've seen it in the hospital room When the doctor said sorry There's nothing more we can do But it wasn't through I've never seen a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But I've got a promise I can hold in the middle of the struggle. That God, if you said it, you'd perform it. May not be how I want you to. But here's what I'll do. I know you've ordered every step Yes, you are the author But there's no predicting what is next Cause you hold the future And all the questions, they come second To the one I know is true Cause you'll always be true
the Lord on a Sunday night and the energy's a little not as high as Sunday morning you know what I mean the house is packed and there's a lot going on but the presence of the Holy Spirit is still here amen and it, as a matter of fact it almost sometimes seems to be a little bit more intimate and a little bit closer and the worship is different but it's just as needed Tonight I feel like the Holy Spirit wants to do some comforting. I don't know uh, what he's doing. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. But I'm just trying to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. 
I feel like he needs to do some comforting tonight. And there's things that, that are good for us to draw nigh and just maybe get close. I want April to sing a song that she's been singing forever. It's a song that just simply says every once in a while, we need to just come up close to the Lord and gather up underneath of his wings and find that comfort and that strength that is found in no other place. And so tonight, maybe, hey, our altars are open. It's time to pray. It's time to uh, share those burdens with each other that we might need. I don't know why. I don't know how long we'll sing. I don't know if this will be the last one. I don't know. I just felt really impressed that this song was on my heart and it felt like that our church needed it at this hour. And Boy, isn't it good. Isn't it wonderful that Jesus Christ himself has already given us this type and this shadow. And he looked across Jerusalem and he said, How often would I gather you as a chick would gather her chicks or her hen would gather them under wings. And he says, Unfortunately to Jerusalem, but you would not. Oh, that we would be willing to draw so close to God that we would feel the protection of his wings over top of us. When the fire of the trial, when the storm of life, but yet we are resting warmly underneath the shelter of our wing. You listen as they sing. If you need to come, if you need to pray, whatever, just let it bless your heart.
still rages, but in the rock of ages, I'm resting warmly here under my Lord's wings. something I got us I want to go to one Psalm 136 this is where I was going to preach tonight I think it's really good I got papers flying everywhere Daryl's going to figure out what we're going to do I just want to share a couple things with you I really like it when get to the place where the word of God all by itself without explanation or exposition or whatever you want to call it does what it needs to do Psalm 136 I'm going to read the whole thing oh give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever O oh, give thanks unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. O oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever. The sun to rule by day, for his mercy endureth forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn, for his mercy endureth forever. Brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endureth forever. With a strong hand, with a stretched out arm, 
for his mercy endureth forever. To him which divided the Red Sea into parts, for his mercy endureth forever. Made Israel to pass through in the midst of it, for his mercy endureth forever. But overthrew Pharaoh and the host in the Red Sea, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which led his people through the wilderness, for his mercy endureth forever. To him which smote great kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Slew famous kings, for his mercy endureth forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever. Gave their land for an heritage, for his mercy endureth forever. Even an heritage unto Israel his servant, for his mercy endureth forever. Who remembered us in our low estate? For his mercy endureth forever. And hath redeemed us from our enemies. For his mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever. Your word forever settled in heaven. We are to sing the praises the mercy of God toward us. And everything that has happened, you have been merciful to us. Dear God, I feel this evening that I do not know what you have in store. I don't know if the praise that we've already given up, if the prayers that we've already given up are already enough. I don't know. But I feel as I come to this scripture... I come to what, what you're doing right now. I don't know. Maybe there's somebody in this place who's never experienced the mercy of God in their life. Dear Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit would be real. We've preached the message this morning. We've spoke of the Word of God even in the songs that we've sung. Dear God, maybe there's just somebody here tonight who when we say that the mercy of God endures forever, they think, what is that mercy? I haven't received it. I don't know what it is. Dear God, it is the mercy. Jesus Christ has shown us on the cross of Calvary. When he took our place, paid for our sins, redeemed us, bought us back, all the things that have been spoke of in this passage that we read about. Dear God, we love your word. Dear God, in my heart tonight is a message that's mixed. It's mixed to bring comfort to our church that's gone through some of the greatest trials that we've 
had to bear in a long, long time. But it's also mixed with a burning desire because I believe there might be somebody in the building this evening who's lost. God, let the word of God do its work. Praise you for it. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I didn't even know what I wanted to do, but now I feel like preaching, okay? So are you with me for just a moment? Amen. Choir's stuck back here. Sorry about it. You should be able to quote most of Psalm 136. It goes like this. His mercy endureth forever. Amen. I want us to think about just a couple of things. Feel like that maybe you, you've come in tonight to the building and we've been praising the Lord. The Holy Spirit's been real. Maybe you've been wondering about what's going on. This morning as we brought the message, it, it began and it ended in those 29 verses that we read with the same verse that we have in Psalm 136. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever. There is no doubt in my mind, yet there might be a doubt in your mind, that God is good. As a matter of fact, if there is anything that Satan really wants to do to an individual, to a person that's doubting God, is to doubt the goodness of God. As a matter of fact, if we go back all the way to the Garden of Eden, and when Adam and Eve were standing in the garden looking at the one tree that they weren't allowed to eat of, the question that he had for them is, why would God, why would he hold back from you? He's not as good as he said he is. He's not as wonderful. If he's so good, why would he hold back from you? Still Satan today comes along and says, if God were so good, why such evil in our planet? If God were so good, and as a pastor I can say, it seems to be the biggest objection that I have to face in the world. Even this week, as I was telling somebody about my son who's having another baby, they said, man, who would want to bring kids into a world like this? I thought to myself, my God is still in charge of the whole thing. I still believe that that child can have a wonderful life and a wonderful home and family. As a matter of fact, as I left today being with our, our son and my grandson, which was wonderful, me and Andrea were both giving him tons of kisses and tons of love. And as we walked out of that room, there was a whole family there that was loving on those children and loving on those babies because those that walk in the way of the Lord raise their children knowing the love of God, the love of family, the love of church, and they're raised in a place that's so foreign to the rest of the world. That's a good place to be. Still happens, it's still relevant. Guess what? Those out there that don't know that God is good have never experienced what's going on in here and I want to shout it from the mountain. I want to let everybody know that God is still good. He's been good to me. He's blessed me more than I could ever tell. And what I can tell, he's been good to you. And so I come into the house of God and I say, God is good. The repetition of this passage of scripture tells me that it is important for that praise to be in my lips all of the time. And if ever I were to doubt whether or not God is good, I have an example from the word of God and that is because 
He is merciful. His mercy endures to all generations. His mercy endures forever. Are you wondering tonight if God is good? Well, let me tell you, you do not need to wonder because he has been merciful to you. You might you say, Mike, what's he been merciful for? Well, number one, guess what? We were lost. We were hell-bound sinners. We were sinners by birth. Uh, we were sinners by the practice that we did, that we committed sins on our own. And that found us in a place that we were on our way to hell. And you know what? We knew it. We knew that when it came to the end of this life uh, and when it came to the end of the road uh, that there was going to be a time that we were going to pay for the way that we lived our life. And even though we tried to push that truth down and hide it and justify it with look at the way the world is or everything's going to be okay or I'm going to be just fine. Down deep in our heart we knew that there was a reckoning day when we would answer before an almighty God whether we knew who he was or what he was. We knew that judgment day was coming. And for that very reason, we feared death. We feared the grave. We feared what would happen when we left this world and would depart for the other. And there would be times when we wouldn't want to close our eyes to go to sleep because we feared what would happen. But God, in his loving kindness and his great mercy toward us, while we were yet sinners, sent his son to die on the cross of Calvary for us. And his mercy made a way that we could be forgiven of all of that sin. And Jesus Christ has a little baby entered into this world. And he was on this planet living the life that we could never live. Mercy was given to us in the form of Jesus Christ. And he was feeling every bit of our pain, feeling every bit of our hunger. He was feeling all of our wants and needs and desires, but yet he was without sin. And the Bible says, though he was equal with God and thought it not robbery to be equal, he made himself of no reputation and he humbled himself. And you know what? Because of your sin and all the sin that was in this entire world, Jesus Christ was willing to take all of that punishment, all of the wrath of God and bear it upon himself and go to the cross of Calvary and die in your place. That's mercy. That's grace. Because God's been good to us. And I don't have to ask for one other thing but the fact that Jesus Christ died and was buried and rose again the third day, washed my sins away. That mercy alone is enough to stand up for all of eternity and say, I know the Lord is good. The Lord is good. His mercy endures forever and ever won't run out. I could go and preach this passage just I'm not going to do it though. But it's beautiful though. He again brings us to creation to the fact that we were created in the image of God. Once again I could bring to you the importance of it. He goes through it all in there that we have been given. We know our purpose. We know we know that we are important because we were created by him. 
This is how we find out. This is how we know how important we are because we find out who created us. The God of very gods. And it's not because there's something good innate in us or any of those things. It's because of God creator has made us in his image. Therefore, he wants it to be. And I don't have time, but I want to focus on one thing as we look at it, the deliverance. If you go through this passage of scripture, again, the, David is probably accredited with this. I'd love to go back and tell you about in 1 Chronicles and in 2 Chronicles how David leaves these phrases with those men who are dedicating the temple and, and or, excuse me, who are worshiping in the tabernacle, who are worshiping and seeing all that. And what does he speak of? He speaks of the deliverance of the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. What we see in the deliverance of the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt is in direct correlation to what the Christian experiences when he is freed from the bondage of sin, of the death, and the hell. All of that is exactly the same. And he starts to go through it and proclaim to us that guess what? By the blood of that lamb that was slain, that we pass through, we go over from the place of sin and bondage to a place of freedom. A place that Jesus Christ has prepared for us. As a matter of fact, he starts to go through and he says, listen, they have been given a land and a land that is a heritage for those that have put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ and who have gone from that place of bondage of sin of being bound by it and of being broken by it they have now been freed and they have been loosed from that and God has given them a heritage a home that they look forward to As a matter of fact in the book of Hebrews it says a land that they have not yet seen and had not seen but yet they long for Oh man, there's a land that I have not yet seen, but it seems like I do long for it more and more. Not necessarily because of loved ones that are waiting, not necessarily because of any of those things, but oftentimes just because it does get to where the evil of this world makes us long for a day when his presence will be everywhere. It's a good place to be and heritage. He is the provider of that. I just want to say this. You are not going to find salvation in anyone else but Jesus Christ. Notice what he says in verse 23. Who remembered us in our low estate and hath redeemed us from our enemies. Only Jesus Christ can bring us out from that. And then notice what he says. I'm, I'm, I'm jumping over the other parts. You got that, didn't you? Verse 25, who giveth food to all flesh. He gives us the smallest things and the greatest. He is the provider of everything in our life. And he's worthy to be. Listen, in here tonight, the smallest need that you have, walk out of here, go home, Feel a little hunger, right? I know, it's Sunday night. It's natural, right? You're going to go home. I don't know what you're going to get. Maybe you're going to get some potato chips. Maybe you're going to get some ice cream. The smallest need is met by the Lord. It really is. Who gave you the skill, the work, the ethic, all of that? To buy, provide, do all of those things. Every good and perfect gift comes from Him. It comes from Him. Even that bowl of ice cream you're going to eat later on. 
you probably shouldn't eat, but you're going to eat it anyway. That's all right. But every great gift comes from him too. Greatest, and we believe this in here tonight. I know we do. Maybe there's somebody that needs to hear it. The most important thing that you need in your life is forgiveness of That's why we're here. That's where it all starts. The thing that you need most of all, before we talk about your finances, before we talk about getting you on the right track, before we talk about anything else, we start at the beginning and we say we must be forgiven of our sin. Jesus Christ has provided everything. Tonight when the Holy Spirit is moving and real, I believe it's the time to call upon the name of I believe it's time, maybe for the first time in your life, that you realize how good God is. And it's time for you to give thanks to the Lord. You will find out in your life that His mercy will endure forever. Your forever can start right now. It can start right now. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Daryl's going to do whatever Daryl's going to do. I don't know, but I think we need to have an invitation. God, help us this evening. Your word never ceases to amaze us. The Holy Spirit's presence never ceases to comfort us. Tonight, dear God, we need both of them to do a work. I believe, I feel like somebody tonight needs to respond to the gospel message their faith in Jesus Christ tonight but then dear God there might just be those who need to come and draw close draw close dear God let us find your presence sweet let us be able to just we might just need to get around an altar and say with uplifted hands with palms empty to heaven so that you could fill them and say the Lord is good we love you Lord do what you need to do tonight. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Oh, deep the Father's love for us. How vast beyond all measure that he would give his only son to make a wretch his It was 
Shoot. 